Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hello, everybody. Everybody. (laughs) Easy for you to say. Let's try that again. Take two. Hello, everybody. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. And this is the Church Solutions Podcast, proof that we don't edit anything out, including my mispronunciations and mistakes. It's great to have everybody here. Thanks for being with us today. Uh, We do this podcast usually every week. We are a company called JSL Solutions, and our mission, our vision is to help enable churches to uh, use technology to to reach people, to fulfill their vision and to f- fulfill their purpose. And we talk a lot about technology. We talk about other things related to church volunteers and leadership and all that stuff. Steve, very quickly, what does JSL Solutions provide? So JSL Solutions has been around for 14 years now? 2001. 2001, yes. So we provide... Um, Four main products now: uh, streamingchurch.tv for for uh, live streaming, Church App Live, which is a mobile app for geared for ministry, myflock.com, which is a website and church management system, one of the first cloud-based church management systems. And we just introduced is it last week? Uh, officially last week. Last I think week, we introduced greeter.church, which uh, we will provide a professional greeter for your church website. Greeter.church. I want to emphasize that again. I know we talked about this last week, but if you want to look it up, just type in on your browser, greeter.church. And uh, that's the church is the, what do you call it, a high-level domain now, the name church? Yeah, top-level I mean, domain. Top-level. Okay, so you have .coms, you have .orgs, you have .nets, and you have a lot of other things now, including .church. Yes. So sometime we should probably talk about domain names on this podcast yeah. and help Churches, you know, understand what's out Hopefully, there. Hopefully, yeah. They sh- as soon as the, the that church came out, most churches should have been aggressively yeah. pursuing their church's domain name in the dot church world. Yeah, I think it's still hard for people to get used to. You know, I the, so, yeah, the, the dot com is so common. But uh, so uh, we're going to talk about uh, using technology to re-engage millennials today. But very quickly, we do want to remind people that the church. The Greeter.Church, <laughs> it's hard for me to get that right. Greeter.Church, the new product we have, is available for free right now. Yes. And all it is is you go to Greeter.Church, you create an account, we give you a little code that you can copy and paste into the footer of your website, and then it it's a little, what it is, it's a... What do you? How would you describe it? It's when people go to the website. So when people go to the website, there'll be an online greeter available to answer any questions, mm-hmm. or um, consult with, or talk to, yeah. or yeah. So it's yeah. So people can look at the website, and if they have questions, there's a little box in the corner the, that says, "Hey, I have a question." And it, if it's during regular business hours, right? For so, right now, yes, during during. Uh, right. United States regular yeah. business hours. Yeah. United States, I have to emphasize that. So we it's the some... kind of thing you see when you go to the big company sites. They'll have a right. little chat with us thing. Yeah, and we've got several churches using it. We use it on our main websites all the time. We use stream. You know, if you go to streamingchurch.tv, 
or myflock.com or churchapplive.com and now greeter.church, you'll see it there and you can ask questions. You can, and we won't bug you or whatever. Right. You can ask a question. And if by chance we're not online because it may be off business hours, you can still type in a question and then uh, we get the email with your question and then we can respond. Right. And so this is now opened up for, for churches. Yep. We're opening this up for churches. It's free right now to the end of the year. Right. And, uh, uh, you can try it and see if you like it, and it's uh, it's it's really a nice little deal. And you can there's a, just a little form you fill out, you know, talking about what you believe, who you are, what denomination you are, so that the person answering those questions have, they will have access to that information. Right. And if they don't have access to something, they can always say, "Hey, we'll get right back to you, whoever you are, <laughs> uh, you know, that's asking." And then you know the person that's in charge of your church information or whatever secretary or administrative assistant. You know, right. they can get that email and respond. So, a, so a cool little thing. Yeah, it creates a personal experience for people visiting your website yeah. as opposed to an impersonal yeah. experience. Because as we've said, chances are more people are going to visit your church website than will your church as far as newer people uh, during the week. That is and, true. And, and probably during the year. I mean, there's going to be You'll people have, looking at right. your website before they come to visit you. So we've talked about that before. If you have questions about that, send us an email, support at greeter.church. That works. All right. Got it right. Okay. So on to our subject today, technology to re-engage millennials. So uh, millennials, this is a little, it's a little sketchy, but most experts, whoever those people are, will tell you that millennial this millennial generation, or what they call millennials, are usually born about 1981 or after 1981 through 1986. So that's supposedly... 81 to 86 or 81 to 96? 1981 to 1996. Yes. What did I say? You said 81 to 86. That oh, no, that would be, be only group. five years. No, that yes. wouldn't be right. So yeah, so 1981, people born between the years 1981 through 1996, many of these people are calling them millennials. Right. Uh, and that involves current twenty somethings, right? You know, and so what? Some of these st- we've got some stats here from Barna Group, and Barna says that this group, millennials, are the least religiously active age group, and there's an overall forty three percent drop off in church engagement, especially for the eighteen to twenty nine group. So age group. So this research, again done by Barna which is pretty good. They do pretty good research. They also show that 61% of Protestant Christians between the ages of 18 and 29 say that they have dropped out of attending church after going on a regular basis. So pretty interesting stats there. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'll just throw, keep going down these stats here. And they also say that nearly 100% of the 61% of millennials who have dropped out of church are still looking to engage spiritually with God, the Bible, and other Christians. So in other words, even though they maybe have dropped out of church or don't, a church, don't attend church on a regular basis, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean they're done with Christianity. Right. doesn't mean they're done with God. doesn't mean they're done with the Bible. It just means that they're not attending church. Right. So we're going to... yeah. Ties into our topic, re-engaging these guys right. through technology. So 
I would say that, you know, and I, I'm, I'm very much involved in my church and you're involved in yours. Uh, I would say that if you're involved in your church, especially in, as a key volunteer or a leader or, you know, obviously on staff, you should probably consider, okay, how can we right. get these people back? And what's How can we connect with these millennials? What's interesting, I know at my church, and I think it's probably pretty common with all other churches as well, this is a, a demographic that you definitely want to reach. Um, people will design their services and their outreach and everything around this you know, young adult age, um, right. the, the 18 to 29, or even, you know, right. the under 40 crowd. Sure. Because, uh, yeah, they're wanting to, they're wanting to reach that crowd. Right. Yeah. We did it. We did, we've done kind of a study at my church and we've determined that we have about 15%, 15 or 16% that attend our services on a regular basis are, are under 45. Mm-hmm. And so, wow. uh, I actually did that. That's probably not own. uncommon, though, at all. Yeah, you know, we're obviously we want we want to reach younger people too, but we're trying to figure out how to do that. So we have some answers here, or at least we have some potential answers for that. Right. Uh, let me throw a few things out. Uh, there's another company, Pixel, I guess P I K S E L. I'm not familiar with them, but they recently surveyed 500 individuals throughout the United States. Uh, to determine how people are connecting and worshiping in today's society. So the results confirm the general trend. Nearly a third of Christians who seek spiritual engagement online feel more connected to their physical church. So this is kind of what we're building up to today, Mm -hmm. is that you should consider putting content online. Yes, providing an online avenue. Yeah. and as I and let me just go on here a little bit, and we'll get into some practical do's and don'ts here, I guess. Okay, so the bottom line is it's not just enough to just have a website. I mean, we we've talked about websites. You need to make sure your website's up to date, and you need to keep it current and all that, and try to keep it stylish. Because I think you and I have finally come to the conclusion that websites are kind of like dress pattern or what is it? Dress styles today. You know the, the fashion industry. Oh. As much as we don't like it, uh, maybe and, yes. fashion changes in the in the clothing industry, and it's the same with websites. Yeah. They are maybe not as fast, but there are changes in the styles of websites. Oh, definitely. Today. So uh, I was just going to point out that I guess I'm a little bit of an authority here because I have four children that yeah. are all millennials. Yeah, they're all fall into this age range. Mm-hmm. And just from personal experience talking to them, um, if you were to say, uh, I'm going to take things away from you, for example, or, or what is the most important thing to you um, where they're at right now? And what's, what's odd is what was, when I was their age, you know, TV was up there on the list. Mm-hmm. And um, my kids have no need for a TV, no need for a cable subscription. Yeah. Uh, they're, you know, they're interested in some live sports, but not interested, you know, TV. Mm-hmm. It's just, okay. it's passe. Right. But what they do engage in is all video through their computer yeah. or just through their computer. That is the primary, that's the last yeah. thing they'd want to lose if they were having to get on a so if you sinking ship. Or, if you threaten to take the TV away, they would say, go for it. Or, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. they're like, I don't care. Yeah. Or, 
Yeah. Well, my son's born in 1998, and he fits in that same pattern you just you just mentioned. Right. Everything he watches is video online. Yeah, the like my my son Xbox. just moved into an apartment at the um, yeah. on campus, and they don't have cable TV. He's like, yeah. "Why do I need cable TV?" Right. So I've got my computer. If there's something I want to watch, yeah. I'll pull up on Netflix. And well, my son's yeah, he'll watch Roku stuff, stuff that's on the Roku yeah. box. He'll watch that. So yeah, so that's the that's I think that's that's the trend that's happening today. So um, yeah, so so websites are good. You definitely need to have that. But it but it it appears that the millennials. Uh, you know, they might look for the service. They might look at your website for service times, right. maybe maybe some ministry information. But uh, more often than not, they're looking for content. Uh, they, they're looking for blogs. They're looking for podcasts, images, all with spiritual insight and information. Um, and particularly, they're looking at video. So uh, let's talk a little bit about that, then, uh, so that we've kind of made the case here. 45% of millennial Christians are looking to find spiritual engagement in videos on the internet. So, uh, yeah. actually, not 45, 54. 54, yeah. I got it backwards. Yes. Am I, uh, what's that word? Dyslexic? Dyslexic? Is that what it is? Yes. Dyslexic. So, so 54% are looking for find spiritual engagement on videos and content. So, here's a few observations on the use of digital technology within the industry that we're all in here, faith industry, and, and how we can make the most of it. At, at our churches and your church. So, um, so we number talk, one. Yeah, number one. Is basically use this technology in your church services. So you should really, if you, you should use it in your church, you should use digital technology as much as possible in your church services. And, and there's several things I've listed here. There's probably a lot more. But one of the ways you could do this is video announcements. Mm-hmm. Announcements, as, as I've, I've banged on this drum for a long time, announcements are like one of the most miserable experiences <laughs> that, that I've seen in churches. <laughs> you know, you might have a great sermon, might even have some great music, but the announcements can sometimes be very painful. Most people don't know how to do announcements, and we've covered a yeah. podcast on that in the past. And people can get... What's interesting, you can get really clever to to really spice up announcements if you have the ability to do video and do some retakes and create a little yeah. scene of, you know, either what costume or props yeah. or things like that. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, let's just say this, because I know there's some people listening to this podcast right now. Maybe you're a pastor, maybe you're an associate pastor, uh, maybe you're a volunteer, and you're saying to yourself, I'm just overworked here. Okay, when we talk about video, you don't necessarily have to do it every weekend, but at least start to do it a little bit more. Uh, Let me give you some tips on videos here. Uh, It's easy now to do a video if you have a smartphone, if you have an iPhone, if you have an Android phone. You can shoot a video in a matter of a few minutes, put a little bit of thought into it. Uh, and just check your lighting, make sure your audio is good, and you can use your smartphone to record a video. In fact, when I was working at your church, Steve, uh, I did this every week with your senior pastor. We set up a video for it. We didn't do a video announcements, although uh, I know you guys do that. We're doing video announcements now, now. and they're being really clever with them. But we were doing, I know, but we were doing video just to kind of like on a Monday to say, hey, you know, hope you enjoyed Sunday's message. If not, catch it online. Here's what we talked about, and here's what's happening. Right, you know, little, and we did it in about two minutes. Little teaser yeah, about what's and, what's going on. Yeah, yeah. and so 
uh, and it was easy to do. I literally did it with my iPhone. And again, I said this earlier, but you know, make sure your lighting's good, make sure your audio is good and just shoot it with your iPhone. You can upload it to YouTube and then stick it somewhere on your website, on your Facebook page. So it's really not that hard to do. Just put a little bit of thought into it and you can start using this and then you can do stuff. You could play stuff during the service too. You can use, mm-hmm. uh, you could use video, uh, illustrations, which that's nothing new. Many churches have been doing this for years and years. Uh, I know, you know, your church, when I worked at it 20 years ago, we were starting to do video announcements or not video announcements, but video, video clips during the message. Right. You know, uh, at the movies is now a popular thing for many churches. We're doing that ourselves. So use it in your church services, uh, you know, use digital technology. And again, we're, we're keeping in mind what we're talking about here is reaching and reengaging millennials, that younger crowd. Uh, Yes, you've got older people in your church. They may not be turned on by it. You know, they may not be that excited about it, but I think you could still pull it off because, you know, you care about those older folks, but you also want to reach the younger generation and using digital video during your services, either pre-service. And I've got a list here. I don't know if you want to jump on some of these or not, but uh, pre-service, so, and do. well, number three on your list is mobile app. Yeah. Mobile apps. Another way you can uh, engage and use video, use digit, not just video, but digital technology using a mobile app. So, you know, you can do pre-service videos or run videos after the service on the screen. So when people are wrapping up mm-hmm. saying hello and goodbye to people, there can be some stuff running in the background, but mobile apps are a great tool now. And, uh, we actually do provide mobile apps, uh, we've mentioned that at the very beginning, churchapplive.com, but there's other mobile apps out there. Ours is very interactive, so you can do some real-time uh, polls with people using the app. They could they can do uh, uh, church check-in. Yeah. They can do, uh, uh, you, you could follow even... Follow along with the teaching notes from the app. Yeah. So... Uh, you could put your bulletin material in the app. Right. You could, you know, newsletter stuff. You can, uh, it's something that your church has done. I don't know if you guys still do. I don't know. We've done it a few times. The virtual pastor question where the pastor says, hey, I got a question for you. We're going to talk today about Christmas. What this? What are some of your favorite Christmas memories? You know, and people could text in. They don't even have to have an app to do that. They can just right. text a number in. And, uh, you know, and then you can read the pastor. Somebody can get him those those uh, responses mm-hmm. and he can read it at the end of his message. So the, the, the next one on our list is mastering the medium as well as the message. What does that mean? Well, okay. So I, I speak, um, you know, I was a senior pastor for about eight years, but before that I was an executive pastor and I would speak occasionally. And now I'm a part-time executive pastor on the weekends for this small church, about a hundred people. And I speak about once a month or so, but I can tell you this, that, you know, if you take it seriously, as far as speaking, delivering messages, which I do, and every pastor I know does, <laughs> you know, you put a lot of time and you put a lot of effort into your message. You, you give it some thought, you give it some consideration, you work on it hard to try to make it so that it's going to, you know, accomplish your goal, reach right. people, connect people keep them entertained, but also give them some spiritual encouragement and challenge so, them. Okay. So you're, so most you're trying, people are doing that. 
Yeah, and I, doing a good job with that. And I think you know, so, pastors work hard to do that. So that's okay? the message part of this, right? So, so you want to master the medium uh, as well as the message. And when I say medium, I'm talking about online, the online medium. Right. I'm talking about you know social networking, uh, which is a large large part of what we're talking about here in this next section. But also, you know, making sure that your websites got the right stuff on it and easy to find and all that. So. Uh, master the medium as well as the message. So I'm talking about Facebook. Right. So there's a lot of people out there, there's probably a lot of people out there that aren't real comfortable with this. You know, I've been preaching for 40 years and I got the message down, but this newfangled, you know, internet stuff is not my forte. So I mean, you, you want to, even if you don't personally master that, you want to bring somebody online that has that skill set yeah. and recognize that it is as important as yeah. the message that you're putting together. Well, I think it's 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 very close, you know. And the reason I say it's it's very close to being as important is because, you know, you just think of it this way: you're, you know. If you can get, even if you're using snippets of your message, and you know we can talk about streaming video, which is what we do, and all that later. But anything that you're doing, you're getting it out there, and you're no longer you're no longer contained by the four walls of your church. Mm-hmm. You're getting it outside of that, and you're getting it what's called the World Wide Web, <laughs> and that's really what it is. People can get to it all over the world right. and do. You know, we've had that experiences not only with our company but with our churches. Mm-hmm. People watching us or or responding or or interacting from you know China and yeah. Middle East and and all that stuff. So the point is. Uh, you know, Facebook, I, again, we've talked about this on other podcasts. Facebook seems to be a pretty good place for churches to be. Get yes. your own Facebook page. Right. Uh, Twitter can be good. And be Inst- active. Instagram's coming up too. You know, Instagram's got some great uh, tools in it you can use. So uh, we want to just encourage you, which is why we do these podcasts, is, you know, step out a little more. And if you're doing this great, Maybe do it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And as you said, Steve, uh, there's there's got to be people in your church that, you know, if you're not willing to do it as a leader, uh, you know, just don't feel comfortable or you're too busy, delegate it, you know, to somebody else. Right, you that you trust some, and yeah. delegate it as though, I mean, this was a critical, special skill, so make sure it's, you know, just go, oh, not an afterthought, but a... a you yeah, know, put some, some energy into it, right. and and, or, or, and and again, yeah, you're gonna have to. You probably have to have some guidelines and things. It's gonna take anything you do is going to take some energy to get it started. Right. You know, and, and again, I, I just I I feel for people in ministry because I know you're overworked and uh, one more thing I got to do. But if you can get it going and get somebody involved yeah. or a couple people and involved, I know you're good. Some pastors that have uh, like a very active blog, and I just found out this week that uh, the the genesis behind it is one of their kids. Oh yeah. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're the primary ones making yeah. it making sure it's happening and well, yeah. and getting you know getting the thing posted and stuff. So And again, we're talking on this podcast today about reengaging millennials. Right. That that's the whole purpose here. And and it's not just millennials. I mean, I, I know older people that are, you know, watching on social media now and Facebook and all that. But but you know, we're trying to reengage these people and here's one of the ways you can do it. 
uh, you know, get on social media, uh, post your online audio archives. Mm -hmm. Not really hard to do these days. We can help you with that. If you have questions, blogging, you just mentioned blogging, blogging is a great tool. And again, you don't have to write a book. You can just even write a paragraph or two if it's, Something yeah, that's or even shorter, or even shorter. Just, uh, you could even put a video on your blog today. Right. There's all sorts of tools out there. I mentioned this one. This is kind of new to a lot of people. Periscope. Uh-huh. Uh, Periscope is actually. Uh, how would you describe it? I probably should have so streaming. It is, yeah, mobile so, phone live streaming. Yeah, and I know I've been connected with. Well, we've been connected with a lot of different pastors through our business slash ministry, but I know one um, pastor. And uh, I believe it's Idaho that's just really aggressively gone the Periscope route, okay. and it's been it's been kind of exciting to to watch. So Periscope allows you to download the app on your phone and take live streaming video from wherever you're at, right. and it will announce to other Periscope users or those right. that are following you that hey, yeah. you know this guy's broadcasting live right now, and right. he's um, building a new facility, so he's. He's walking out with a construction crew and Periscope Live, his new, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the building of the facility. It's very mobile. Yes. Uh, and and it's it's actually Twitter bought it out, right? Was it, it's, it's a, no, is it an Twitter. option to Twitter? No? <laughs> no, Twitter. I'm confused. Um, uh, actually, Twitter developed it in response to um, uh, Meerkat. Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, Meerkat kind of started the trend, and Periscope's its similar yeah. Twitter's version. Yeah, I think we uh, talked about this a couple months ago. I I downloaded Periscope on my phone, and I decided I'm I'm going to walk my dog, and I and I turned Periscope on and streamed my walk with my dog, and I had ten people who I have no idea who they are <laughs> following me and watching me, you know, watching my dog lift its leg, you know, on a tree and, <laughs> and, uh, but it was kind of interesting. And I was on for about probably 10 or 15 minutes, just streaming the thing, walking yeah. outside with my dog. So Periscope has potential. We'll probably do a podcast one of these days on Periscope. Uh, we might even Periscope this, what we're yeah. doing right now. Right. Okay. So we got about two or three minutes left here. Uh, sum it up. The internet is the new media and video is its backbone. So what we're getting at here is, we mentioned this at the very beginning of the podcast, millennials are looking for content, and video is a big, big part of what they're looking for. Right. So you could do streaming video. Obviously, we we, we are a company that does streaming video. Uh, you could do video on your own and post it on YouTube. Uh, you could do a lot of things with video and and make video the content of these things we just mentioned, you know, from your blog to your website to Twitter to Facebook. You can do video on all those things. Right. And, and it's a content that really is what this millennial generation is looking for. Um, so it's easier than ever to reach people. Uh, I mean, we're in an age now, if you're trying to reach people with the good news, of the gospel, you've got a great avenue here. It's the right. internet, <laughs> and so, everybody's on it. <laughs> so create some video, be authentic in your video, and millennials will be 
attracted or begin well, to follow. I, I think so. And even the millennials that you do have going to your church, you know, it will help them even engage more. Yeah. Help uh, them do their own form of evangelism with yeah, their It really will. And so and... it's just, it's a great platform. So, you know, we're at the end of 2015 with this podcast we're doing. We're in December now, but you know, 2016's just a few weeks away. Uh, consider this as maybe an agenda, as a goal for 2016 to maybe re-engage some, some millennials by using some of these these things we talked about. Mm-hmm. I think it will help your church. Yeah, some of the um, old-timers may not be crazy about it, but I think if you can express the message and the vision of trying to reach the younger group, I think many of them will go along with that if you explain it right. So anyhow, that's my take on it. So. Yeah. All right. Well, we hope that we've we've helped you a little bit with this. Hope that we've brought some encouragement. Uh, some of this could be a little overwhelming to you. You know what? If you need help with any of this stuff or you have questions about it, just send us an email. We've got lots of email addresses out there because we have lots of products now. But uh, support at streamingchurch.tv would be a good way to get a hold of us. You can always go to our website, one of, any, any one of our four websites, uh, streamingchurch.tv, churchapplive.com myflock.com, greeter.church, and you can always leave a message there, or maybe one of us will be monitoring the website, and you can use the chat and chat to us on there. So check us out on iTunes. Check us out on any, what, podcast? What did we say last week? Uh, You can just do a search. Your favorite podcast app, search for Church Solutions Podcast, and you'll find us. Chances are you already have found us. But tell your friends that we're available anywhere better podcasts are played there you go exactly nicely done and as usual we're always open to feedback on these things too so let us know what you think maybe you like it maybe you don't maybe you think we're crazy so and that's okay we probably are crazy all right we're done he's steve lacy i'm phil thompson we hope you have a great day a great week we'll catch you next time on another edition of the church solutions podcast